Blog Talk Radio. And then I had to go old school and play the NFL on NBC theme from 1973. I used to play it here all the time. I haven't played it in a few years. You know why? Because football is back. With a fucked up year that this has been. I don't believe you heard me. With a fucked up year that this has been. We are now in September. We are literally 48 hours away from football. 
Now, granted, I have no idea what we're going to see Thursday night, Sunday all day, Sunday night, Monday night, two games Monday night. I got, I got no clue what we're going to see as far as the quality of the football and all of that. There's been no preseason. The, the um, training camp was much shorter than normal. Um, you know, it's just it's been different preparation leading into the season. So I, 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 I don't know what we're going to see. But I do know this is going to be football. Now, we're going to talk a lot about the season and some big stories that hit in the offseason. But one of the things I really want to talk about is, do we think that the NFL will make it through the entire season? We saw Major League Baseball stumble. We saw the NBA not really stumble, but um, they didn't know what they were doing for quite a while. And then they finally came up with something that appears to be working. Um, Soccer's got it going on. Boxing and MMA seems to have uh, it going on. Um, so, you know, sports is golf is doing their thing. Um, so, so sports is happening. They even did the Kentucky Derby. They did the Kentucky Derby, you know? So we're, we're getting back in the swing of sports, but it's such a different feel. So football is kind of different than pretty much everything I said. Maybe soccer is the only thing that can compare. And, you know, but football is different. So is it even going to happen? Is it going to last? Let me bring my guys on. We just were on Zoom a couple of days ago doing our draft. And, uh, you know, it's always, always, always good when we have a full house. And you know, this is not going to be a long show um, because we are in the middle of the basketball playoffs and we are all basketball fans too. And uh, Lakers-Rockets game three is coming on uh about a half an hour, so we, we may we're gonna overlap into it a little bit, but by the end of the first quarter we'll be off the we'll be off the show. Sorry guys, but I gotta, I gotta see what's gonna happen tonight. Lakers and the Rockets, gotta see. But anyway, hey, hey, welcome to the Madden Boys, Doctor Train, JB, and of course K Star. Welcome back to the Madden Boys. Yes, sir. Happy, happy to be here. Good to be back. You made it. You fucking made it. Yeah. Yeah, what a year. That's, what a year. That is the third F-bomb in the first five minutes of the show. This is awesome. That, that just gives you an idea of what to look forward to. 2020 edition of Madden Boys. I mean, you know. And, you know, the FCC requires that you rate your show. That's like a requirement. Um, or you can't go on the air. You have to put a rating on your show. Even even our show, right? You know, and uh, I rated it R because <laughs> uh, I had a feeling that it would be a few f bombs tonight, among other things. So, um, but anyway, good to have you guys on the show. It's good to be back on. Uh, we haven't done a show in a while. I sometimes try to do solo shows here and there, but you know, with, with what's been going on this year, just with COVID and and you know racial you know injustice that's been going on and then all the stuff with sports and then we got an election coming up and it's just just been so much to digest and it's just seeing football always seems so far off we'll get there we'll get there we'll get there and um and it's here i'm just amazed that it's here so um so the first question is kind of where i left off in my intro um yeah i'm curious what you guys thoughts are are we are we confident that the NFL has put in enough precautions and safety checks and, you know, are we comfortable that we're actually going to have a full complete season or should we be worried that we may not even get out of the box that 
you know, this 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 could self destruct in the first week. What do you guys think? Let's start with JB. Um, can't say anything about confidence given where we are still. Uh, I don't think we'll stumble right out of the, the box and, and have to shut it down after week one. I don't think it'll be that drastic, but uh, I'll, I'll pick you back off of what you said about basketball. They stumbled and tried to get their footing. It took a little bit of time, but they finally figured it out. And they've been by far and away probably in the forefront of getting out in front of this. Baseball had a huge moment of, of stumbling, and they seem to have righted the ship, but I don't know if it's because of something they've done or just sheer luck. Um, so I don't, I can't say with confidence that everything will, will be just fine. It'll be smooth sailing. I think the one factor, and we may have talked about this in the last conversation we had when we were all on the air, money is going to play a huge part of it. And you never realize how big a cash cow football truly is until you start to get close to it and you start to get the, that 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 feel it's, it's in the air. The weather is just starting to turn just a little bit cooler, just a little bit. You're starting to smell the pigskin. You're starting to feel. You're starting to get amped up. Fantasy football draft. We was we was amped up 48 hours ago. So I'm I'm hopeful, but I'm I'm far from confident that we'll have a, a full season. But that's also because some of us was drinking 48 hours ago. Just saying. Um, <laughs> that does help. Some of us. Some of us were. Some of us were just drinking water. <laughs> yeah, that would be you, Dr. Train. But anyway, um, all right. Um, a train, what do you think? you think we're going to make it through the season, or are you worried? You know, all, I, all I see in the air is ash and cloudiness. And uh, I got to go to work the next day, so I have to drink water. Now that I've addressed those two things, um, <laughs> um, I, I am, I, you know, as you were asking that question, I was like, dang, have I really given that some thought? And just quickly, I was like, no, 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 I'm not confident. Not at all. There's no bubble. There's no, there's no control of these guys once training camp is over with. You could see some of some of what you saw in baseball. The only probably thing that, that football has going for itself is it's a lot of players. So you might see a lot of next man up. And one of the guys in my league, he asked in one of the fantasy football leagues, he was like, man, can we get an additional IR spot just for COVID? Like, hmm, uh, if a player got injured, man, you have to deal with your regular roster anyway. Got a seven man bench. Make it work. So uh, I I don't I I don't know. I'm 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 not confident, man. Um, you know, some of these stadiums are still doing a percentage of fans to attend, and it's it, 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 there's there's a there's like now like little big brother Jay said, there's a lot of money involved here. So it'll be interesting, but. I don't see how you control these guys once the game is over and they're going home. What if the season is just all out of whack and guys are just going to do shit just because they're mad and lost? I mean, how are you going to control that? Yeah. All right, K-Star, you're next. What do you think? 
I'm confident. Fuck this negativity. We had baseball. We had baseball have a slip up, and then that that was it. That was one blip. We have hockey going. We have hockey going without issues. We have and we have all sports leagues going. We had training can't go without a hitch. We had one false uh, test come up, and we the, the only issue I can foresee is maybe some false positives. So luckily the NFL detected an issue with one of their testing sites, and we were able to get that squared away. So, I mean, you're right. There is a lot of money involved. But I think that's a reason. I think that's a reason for optimism because there is a lot of money involved. And as far as players uh, managing themselves, I mean, they still have to have those paychecks too. So, I mean, like money is still a factor for them, you know. And, and you look around these other leagues for being successful. They had the, they had the slip up in baseball. But I think that there were lessons to be learned from there that the NFL may have applied. Um, so I'm confident, like, Again, from training camp on, only one false – I'm sorry, only one positive uh, COVID situation. That's some, that's reason for optimism. Um, I haven't seen any negative indicators so far from the NFL through this process. So I'm going to ride that wave of optimism um, and hope for the best. So you know a big picture yeah. don't make you smarter. Sure don't. Yeah, sure don't. Money does money does not make you smarter at all. And in some cases I think it might even make you dumber. Um look, I, you know, I, I, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of cautiously optimistic because there hasn't been a lot of cases. But I really wanna see I think one of my problems is there's no consistent protocol. Every team got to decide what they're gonna do individually including how they're going to handle their home games. And the NFL didn't step up and say, we're going to mandate, boom. You know, so some teams like the Cowboys will have fans, albeit less fans, but they'll have fans in attendance. I heard other teams would have no fans in attendance. So I'm curious between, you know, we got Thursday night, we've got four games, one, two, one, two, no, three games on Sunday and in two games Monday. So that's six games. Um, and I have every intention of watching every one of those games. Um, so I, 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 I'm going to revisit this next Tuesday, not to, not to sidestep my own question, but I want to see what they're doing in these stadiums because I'm cautiously optimistic, but I'm also concerned. And I think, Train, you, you really said it. Like, you know, the game is over. It's a home game. You know, the Rams are playing the Cowboys Sunday night. The Rams are home. So, you know, they get, they win the game, and then what happens? And people are people. <laughs> you know, like, they know what they're supposed to do, but unfortunately, mm-hmm. people don't do what they're supposed to do. You know, and then you, you, know, yeah. you got a little money in your pocket. You're 25 years old. You're single. You know, you play mm-hmm. a big football game. You're, you're a celebrity. You're a star. You know, heck, you guys want to go out and do what they do. And I'm worried about that. I'm I'm not worried about, you know, the veterans that, you know, kind of established. And, you know, I'm more worried about these younger guys that, you know, you know, uh, unfortunately, a lot of these younger kids, they, they act like they're bulletproof. You know, we saw it. We saw it all summer. We saw it down in Florida. We, we see it everywhere, you know. And so I'm, I'm worried about that. But I'm hoping that the league, the teams, you know, um, 
fact that we have over 180,000 deaths, because that's what scares the fuck out of me, is people die from this shit. This isn't, you know, mm-hmm. oh, you, you, you know, you get a bad cold and take some drugs, and a week later you're fine. No, people are dying <laughs> from this. Healthy people are mm-hmm. dying from this. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that that fear has people saying, hey, man, <laughs> I ain't going to take no chance. You know, I don't want to die. You know what I mean? Uh, my mom is as active as they come. My mom, and Jason will tell you, my mom, and JB, he'll tell you, my mom been home. <laughs> you know, because she took it seriously. You know what I'm saying? So I hope and pray that we have an entire season, and I hope that these superstars, these young multimillionaires, take this seriously. Don't get lulled into a false security. And for crying out loud, don't listen to the guy in the White House. Listen to your head coach, your general manager, and your owner. Because I feel confident that they're going to tell you the right thing to do. Those who you listen to, the guys are signing your check. Yeah, it's me, man. Sorry. That's why I mean myself when I got a whole lot of shaking shit going on. But, I mean, the other part of the team, you know, just so people understand the massive size of the roster. Yeah, you got your 53-man roster, you know, and they extend the practice squad to 16. I mean, that's a lot yep. of people that need to be responsible. And, and don't think these teams do not depend on their practice squads because they do. Absolutely. They, 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 they absolutely do depend on them in order to prepare for games. So people might look and see that a practice squad player called COVID and be like, ah, man, this dude on the practice squad. Right? You have no idea what they have planned for that young man. You have right. no idea how important he might have been to that team. I mean, it's just it's just down to the to the minute. And, and without, you know, without a bubble, it's yep. a lot of a lot of room for error. But we got it. But I will say this, and I agree with K Star. Let's think positive. You know, let's stay hopeful. Let's stay positive. Let's look at the fact that there only was one case um, all summer. You know, in the NFL. Well, I mean, all summer, but whenever since training camp started, there was all, only one case. Um, and I think that's positive. That's a, that's a positive thing. And let's stay hopeful that you know these guys are taking it seriously and they want to play and they want to get paid and. You know, back when the NFL was kind of loosey-goosey on what it was going to do, a lot of veteran players stepped up, Drew Brees and a lot of those, you know, Zeke and a lot of these guys, they were like, hey, man, <laughs> y'all need to make this safe for us. And uh, let's, let's hope that's what happens because we want football. You know, we need football, okay? You know, basketball is cool, and I'm going to watch the NBA, you know, a little late in the year, but I'm going to watch it because I want to see the Lakers win. Um, but I need my football. I need my football fix, Okay. I ain't going out as much, although I did have a good weekend. But I ain't going out as much, so I need my football. Um, and so, so um, you know what? I'm going to wait, and we're going to talk about this next weekend. I wanted to talk about the NFL protests, but let's wait and see what we see. Because there's a lot of talk about Thursday night's game with the Texans and the Chiefs and the teams trying to get together and coordinate something to start the season off. Um, so let's see what happens. Let, let's see. And I think we'll have – it'll be a media subject next Tuesday because 
I think we'll see some stuff, and then there'll be some reaction to the stuff. You know, certainly the guy on Pennsylvania Avenue will have something to say, and, um, you know, it would be interesting to see what Roger Goodell has to say. Jerry Jones actually apparently has rethought his position on it and is allowing the team some latitude that he didn't allow them um, a few years ago when Kaepernick was kneeling. So, what did he do, run um, out of grace or something? <laughs> did he run out of grace? <laughs> Uh, he, he certainly was trying to handle it with Grace, now wasn't he? Amazing Grace. Yeah, that's what he was trying to do. Um, yeah, man, that was that was man, that was. I I I love I love Jerry Jones. I really do. I don't care what anybody says. That's my owner. But man, that little thing he did that day, I was like, Jerry, you you know you ain't saying nothing, right? He he practiced that to not say anything. <laughs> He's like, man, 80% of my team is black. I got to be careful what I say here. <laughs> uh, but thank God he finally came out and, well, reportedly has given the team the, go- the green light to handle it as they see fit. So there's no more restrictions. There's no more you have to kneel. You have to stand. So I- I'm curious to see what's going to happen. The NBA did a great job and really led the way. Um, now I want to see what the NFL does in response to all the stuff that's been going on. So we're going to pick this topic up next Tuesday night. We'll let it go for tonight, pick it up next Tuesday night. Um, so, you know, I like asking you guys questions without giving you guys time to think about the answers to the questions. But if you looked at the agenda that was in the ad for the show, then you had time to think about it. And I know you guys generally don't do that. So I'm going to ask you a question, and I'm curious your thoughts. So the question is, so you'll get maybe about 60, 90 seconds to think about it now as I rotate through all of you, but the biggest off-season move, what do you think the biggest, and there was some pretty good moves this off-season, but if you, and you only got to pick only one, I don't want to hear, well, I, you know, no, no, no hemming and hawing, one move that you will say is the biggest off-season move in the NFL, one, and I will start with K-Star. Um, I mean, for me, it, this one seems a little obvious, but it's Tom Brady of the Buccaneers. You obviously take the GOAT, put him in with a lot of weapons in Tampa. You put him in a separate conference, a uh, different conference. So you have the ripple effect in both the NFC and the AFC collectively. You have the division rivalry now set between him and Drew Brees. Um, and you take a inefficient turnover-prone offense from last year with a lot of explosive players, and you you again inject Brady and you expect the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to be a really good football team this year. So I would think it's Brady to the Bucks. Okay. Um uh Dr. Train. Uh whew, biggest. Um you know, honestly, I think I'm still perplexed about the D hop trade. Cause I'm just looking at the minus weapon of Deshaun Watson. That's just that's what I see. I see a quarterback who just got paid forty million. Uh and once you add it all up, you know, from the time to trade and you trade away the most dangerous weapon he had and gave him uh a hoof, 
as Deion Sanders called it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's um, that that would be that would be it for me. I'm I'm gonna jump in there and agree with you. I I I, I obviously, you know, on the surface you'd say the Brady trade, but when you dig behind the Brady trade, I mean twenty years, you know, with the team, you know, nine Super Bowl appearances, six Super Bowl wins, um, you know, Clearly, a a you know, no matter what they've said publicly, I want to see the book when Brady retires or Belichick retires or both because there's going to be behind the scenes stuff that they haven't shared. You know what I mean? So I don't know that I was that surprised. You know, I think it was just you know, you know, he's been there 20 years, so it just became you know automatic. But I don't know that I was that surprised. You know, Brady. You know, maybe maybe where he ended up, but I, I mean, I think there was only a handful of teams that had the weapon that needed a quarterback and had the weapons that Brady would, you know, leave New England where he's comfortable and go to. So, you know, they, they, certainly Tampa. I think maybe the, the Chargers, you know, was another one, and maybe they might have been one or two other teams. So, I, I get it. Brady's the biggest name, um, you know, biggest name in the league. But I really think this D Hop thing, no one saw I didn't see that coming. Like what? D Hop for for David Johnson and and a, and, a, and a second round pick for David Johnson who ain't played good football in two three years, who had one good year. Okay, go. They had one good year, and everybody called him the heir apparent, and then that was it. Like, huh? I and I and I say with I'm sitting here with Train, like the same look I had on my face when it happened. That looks still there right now. Like. Huh? Really? Okay. If you say so. Bill O'Brien, I mean, okay, you get paid to do this. I don't, but huh? So I'm with train on that one. I got to go with that one. So, uh, JB, who you got? What you got? Who you got? Well, y'all simple bastards took number one and number two from me because I was going to say Brady, yeah. and then I said, well, they started and took that one. I was going to say D. hop Then y'all pumping yeah. take that one. So I'll go with yeah. the next one then. Cam Newton, Patriots. There you go. That is going to be a good one. Let's see. Say what? I said that's a good one. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. that's a good one. <laughs> so I like Campbell. Campbell's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> that That's going to be interesting um, to see how that's going to play out. And, and I've heard a lot mm. of different discussions about uh, how – Belichick is just absolutely praising the daylights out of him. And we don't know if it's true praise because of how he's doing in, in, in camp or is it a bit of a knock against Brady for whatever reason. But the dynamics on being able to leverage his strengths, you got Josh McDaniels. They don't necessarily have the weapons that Brady now has in Tampa Bay. But Cam also, if he can stay healthy, brings a dynamic that they haven't seen in over 20 years. So there's going to be some, some different philosophies introduced because of his skill set coming to England. So I'm, I'm really curious to see what happens there. I was a bit harsh because of the fact that he is not the most accurate of quarterbacks uh, that we have seen uh, in recent years with completion percentages hovering around 58 to 62%. But he's also never had a coach like Belichick either. So curious to see how, what that uh, – comes out to be up in New England. But, but Cam brings an element that that team has never seen. 
<laughs> in 20 years. They have never seen that kind of quarterback in New England. When you go back to Steve Grogan and well, maybe Bledsoe before that and Grogan and, you know, the quarterbacks that they've had come through there in and out, they've never had a quarterback like that. Big, strong. I mean, let's assume he's – let's just say he's 75% because he's rusty, okay? So we can't – even if he's healthy, he still ain't 100% on who he was because he's still rusty. No preseason games. He didn't get in get any tune-up games. So, you know, um, let's give him 75% of who he was. They still ain't seen nobody like that. And I agree with you, man. I, I'm intrigued by that one. That one is one to watch. Like, that will have me watch Patriot games that I won't normally watch or make my girlfriend happy because she's a – I think she's still a Patriots fan. trying to bring her over to Dallas. Not it because she loves us from Tom Brady. Now that he's gone, I'm trying to bring over to Dallas, but she's she fighting me on it. But anyway, I digress. Um, she um, not he is 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 going to have me watch some Patriot games that I may not have watched because I am curious as to what he's going to do underneath the best football mind in the game, like the best football mind in the game, and ain't even close. Uh, you know, say what you want. He's a cheater. He's this and that. Um, it ain't even close. So, um, no, you ain't switching. She just texted me. Nope, I'm switching to Tampa Bay. No, you ain't. They're in the NFC. You cannot move for Tampa Bay. That's not allowed. Following Tom. Following Tom. Yeah, yeah, that's not allowed. That's 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 against the rules. Have to. Her and I are gonna have to. We're gonna have to have a conversation about that. Um, but yeah, I'm very intrigued by that. And and you know what else I'm intrigued about? be totally honest with you guys and I and I hate to always feel like I'm bringing up race and I'm bringing up stuff you know but fuck, it is what it is I mean I'm gonna do what I do um you know I grew up a Celtics fan JB will tell you guys before before Jordan and the Bulls I was Celtics you know Bird, Mikhail, Parrish those guys man you know I loved me some Celtics back then and as I got older and I understood Boston sports I mean remember you know, we grew up here in Connecticut, you know, 90 minutes. It's a 90-minute ride. I'm, I'm in Boston in 90 minutes. Okay, you ain't far at all. Um, and to learn about – and actually, I met Casey Jones because he lives here in Connecticut, and uh, I think he actually lives in West Hartford. He has a place in West Hartford called Grant's, very nice kind of restaurant, bar, place that kind of an upscale place that people go to. And I was in there one night, and – was sitting at the bar and he was by himself the bartender like is he cool like will he mind if i go join him or is he one of those nah leave me the fuck alone they're like nah he's very cool over there and talk to him so i went over there and i sat with him and you know he he was thrilled to have company and uh we talked basketball of course and guys forgotten more basketball than i'll ever know um but the main thing i really wanted to talk to him about was you know because he coached the celtics and i wanted to get a sense of if that that and he's a black man and how is that thing and he's like oh yeah it's real <laughs> the culture up there is is not about minorities so that's it and he went into a lot of detail that I won't um you know I won't repeat here and I certainly don't want you know how our friends at ESPN like to snoop on the show and then tomorrow to be on the, on one of their sports centers I don't want that to happen because um, it was a long time ago that him and I had this conversation but the point is um I am pleased that there is going to be a black starting quarterback for the Patriots. Because in today's day, where we have black starting quarterbacks like nothing, 
And some of the best quarterbacks in NFL, I mean, Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson, those are three of the best quarterbacks in the league. I mean, and they're African-American, you know. And, of course, can't forget my guy, Dak Prescott. Can't forget Russell Wilson, a Super Bowl champion. You know, we've got some really, you know, and I remember the day of Doug Doug, Doug Williams, you know, being the first black quarterback to go to the Super Bowl. Like, I remember those days. And so to actually have New England have a black quarterback and Belichick made that happen, man, I'm like, go ahead, Bill. And we already know Bill don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, Bill's like, I don't care. I want somebody to come here and win. And to be praising Cam, you know he's, that's a slight dig on time. Let's be honest. Come on now. So that whole story intrigues me. I could give two craps about the Patriots winning and losing. I'd like to see Cam do well and the Patriots go 0-16, but Cam play well. That would be a dream year for me. So, um, But since, since I've spent so much time mentioning Cam Newton, who do you think should have a better season between Cam Newton and Tom Brady? <laughs> um, I'm going to say Cam. I said it. I meant it. Cam Newton's going to have a better year than Tom Brady. Okay, JB, who do you think? I, I could actually see that. I'm just going to go with my heart, and it's going to be Brady just because of the weapons. What makes me almost want to agree with you is because of the division that Cam is in versus the division that Brady's in. makes a huge difference. Um, but I'm going, to, I'm going to say Brady more because of the weapons around him than anything else and the fact that he's seen it all and done it all. But I wouldn't be surprised if, if Cam had a better year. I really wouldn't, but I'm just going to go with Brady. Did Who's you call next? my name? I, I, didn't, I didn't hear anyone call. Train, Dr. Train, Dr. Train. Okay. Yeah, sorry. What? What? Sorry. Got home. What's the question? Brady or Newton? Better, better, better season. Um, I mean, just looking at what's surrounding them, um, I, I, I would still expect Tom Brady to have a to have a better season. I, I think, uh, yeah, if you talk just just quarterback to quarterback, yeah, Tom Tom Brady. Okay. Um, uh, K-Star. I think both will have excellent seasons. Are we defining better by team wins or just overall quarterback play? How, however you however you want to define it. Okay, I, however I, you want to do it. Any parameters. Okay. okay. However you want to do it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, you know, I actually think Tampa – sorry, I think New England's going to have a better year in terms of win-loss record because of division – uh, so on that aspect, Cam, I guess I'm hedging, but I think overall Brady will have the better year, and I think that Brady will have the deeper playoff run. Uh, the weapons he has are ridiculous. They have an up-and-coming defense. Um, yeah, so, I mean, and one thing I want to point out is with Brady, uh, Tampa's going to be running a two-tight-end set. We saw what he did with Hernandez and Gronk. Obviously, it's not the Gronk role, but Gronk is still, is still one of the best tight ends in football, and I think O.J. Howard's going to step it up in a big way, and, um, I, I just think that Brady is, is loaded. You still have, you have Leonard Fournette in the backfield as well. He's got so many damn weapons that I think that's going to be impossible for him to not succeed in Tampa, and I think he's a lot to prove. So I'm going to go with 
Brady. Uh, that would be surprised if Cam won Comeback Player of the Year. Yeah. Um, I think you, you all said Brady, right? I'm the only one saying Cam? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. I like that. I like being on – you know, normally when I'm on my own island, I'm usually right. I'm usually right. Um, and I, I don't I – don't, first of all, let's not forget that Brady's 43 going on 44 years old. Let's not forget that. Um, and as great of a quarterback as he has been, he has left his cocoon. He has left his comfort zone. He's gone into um, a different system, even if they integrated some of the things that he was doing over in New England. It still ain't going to be what he did in New England for 20 years. And, yes, you've got Gronk, um, you know, Gronk that hasn't played in a couple of years. And, and admittedly, he will tell you that he wasn't himself his last year or two. Um, you know, there are some weapons. There's no doubt about it. You know, you guys have a lot of confidence in Bruce Arians that I do not have. And whatever confidence anyone has in Bruce Arians, it ain't going to be the same level as Bill Belichick. And if anybody's going to get, you know, um, bring Cam back, now, the thing with Cam is health. Now, if he's not healthy, then all bets are off. But if he's healthy under Belichick, just wait and see. Just wait and see. Okay. Um, I want to go to Train. Train, can you talk? Are you in a position to talk? Because a minute ago it didn't seem like Ye- you were. Yes. Are you good? Okay. Yes, yes. Sorry. I want to ask you uh, – that's all right. I want to ask you about your Bears, and I'm really curious your thoughts on this whole – Trubisky fold story. Um, another thing that intrigued me. So your team goes out, and spends money to bring Foles in, and you know I always look at Foles as Foles gold because I think you know I mean God bless him. The guys made a lot of money. I, I love that Super Bowl. Foles gold. Oh my yeah, God, I love that. Yeah, um, that's great. Yeah, that's but, beautiful. Yeah, you can, <laughs> yeah, you can borrow it. Yeah, because I I don't I don't see him. I I see him as a guy in a system who did well. He did well in a system. And God bless him, but I never thought he was a good quarterback, and I will never think he's a good quarterback. But the Bears went out and grabbed him, spent some money on him, grabbed him, threw him in a contest. Seemed like he was going to be the starter, but then I guess then that's where I've got to defer to train. Like, what happened? It seemed like, I guess, Trubisky won the job. So what's going on? You know, and how do you – and more importantly, tell us what's going on, but more importantly, your take on it. Are you good with the decision, or are you, you know, having buyer's remorse? Oh man. Um so Mitch won. Go Mitch. Um I wouldn't say I have buyer's remorse from the trade. Um I um when I hear y'all talk about Cam Newton, it's like, damn, did we miss out on another quarterback? <laughs> So, uh, how many, how many times did we talk about Cam going to Chicago? Yeah, think, man. So that's a that's a that's a question I have. But as it pertains to the two quarterbacks that we have, I don't necessarily fault Chicago for going and get Nick Foles. I did not want to see Nick Foles be the starter. I did not. Uh, he has not fared well being the starter. He has, however, played some good football coming off the bench. That's tough man in the league, I tell you. Um, and if Chicago's um, – I, I, 
that's the other part of your question. I'm actually good with the decision of Mitch, Mitch starting. Uh, because if you're gonna if you're gonna keep this guy around, you didn't pick up his fifth year option. If you're gonna find out if he's it, then you start the season. If he flames out, you know for sure he wasn't it. And maybe we see some other changes. Don't know, but at least you get your answer. Uh, if if Nick Foles ends up playing in the season and it's not due to injury, uh, you know Mitch is done. So, from also, that perspective, can we also, yeah. Can we can we also just throw in that this would have been a nice place to see Colin Kaepernick get a tryout? Yep. I mean, yes, that's that's train is your team, but wouldn't that have made wouldn't that have made sense? I mean, I'm not saying sign him. I'm not saying he's gonna. You know, he may he may have gotten a tryout and they've been like, yeah, no, we like what we have, but. Wouldn't it have made sense to bring him in and give him a tryout? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yes, yeah, option. I'm sorry. I think I'm still depressed that we actually chose him over Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> so it's like other people, yeah, but I'm watch two dudes get forty million dollar contracts. Their teams are playoff teams. One wins the Super Bowl, and um, their both college careers numbers were, I mean, so far beyond what Mitch has done, even experience. And the most disappointing thing when you hear about the backstory of the whole them choosing Mitch was in a year where you knew you were going to draft a quarterback. You you did not do your due diligence and really put all three quarterbacks through the same ringer. That doesn't make sense, right? Like you shop for your next TV, you gonna you gonna find well, out what you know the best bang for your buck, right? Yeah, yeah. That makes that makes yeah that makes sense. You 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 gotta let that go, bro. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it I, I, you. I I, it, it can impress you, but you gotta let that go because ain't nothing you can do about it, that. I now. can't. Um, <laughs> I, I can't. You're right. Um, You're right. I can't. I just, yeah, yeah. Right now, there's only and, and, there's and, only and, hope that Mitch turns around. And here's and here's you know and here's and here's Commissioner T right going back to race and saying what's going on in Chicago and black quarterbacks. You know why didn't they look at Mahomes? Why didn't they look at Watson? Why didn't they bring in Colin Kaepernick for a tryout? Why didn't they, um, you know, consider Cam Newton? Or did they? I don't know. But they're, you know what I mean? And they're, I'm looking at Mitch Trubisky. I'm looking at, you know, Nick Foles. I'm looking at, you know, your pass of Rex Grossman and, you know, Kyle Orton. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering. Are we Jay missing something? Cutler. Jay Cutler. I'm wondering, are we missing something? I mean, Chicago is. Mike Lennon for coming hey, out. They did. They did but bring the, in my man, man Cordell Stewart. This, this is Bro, that was so it. long ago. I know. I know. That's how long ago it was. Did I move up in the draft to get him? Cordell Stewart. I missed what K-Star move said. Hold on. I, I missed what K-Star says. Cordell Stewart. I said uh, they 
it's been forever, but they brought in Cordell Stewart for a season. That was like oh, oh come on, man. three come or on, four. Man. No, I'm saying that's how far back it's been. Yeah, yeah, and and, 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 and yeah. Okay, go ahead, JB. I was just I was talking the real quarterback. So go ahead, Jacob. The, the oh biggest disappointment was <laughs> moving up and fast to get him. That's really what made me drop my yeah. my jaw because I couldn't believe right. it. And, and it's not like it's swap picks and that's it. They gave up quite a bit to get someone who only yeah. had 13 starts from UNC. Yes. Yeah. You so that's one merit. That's the. That, so so that's the reason why I'm like. You didn't do your your due diligence, and you could have stayed where you were. You could have stayed where you were. Even if the yeah. other two had chosen, you still would have got your guy. Right, yeah. You should have been confident at three that one of these three guys were it. I wouldn't be mad. Hey, I, hey, I'd probably hey, be hey. less mad at three. Hey, hey guys, it's the 2020-21 season, so we can't go back two, yeah, three, four years on. now and relive conversations <laughs> that we've already had. You move on. I understand on. the frustration. You move on. How can I move on? Hey, man, I had I had a Super Bowl-winning team that fell short because our quarterback got hurt in the last preseason game, and we had to have a rookie come in, and we know a rookie has never even made it to the Super Bowl, never mind won the Super Bowl as a starter. And imagine if Tony Romo had been healthy four years ago. I, I, I'd let at that go. Jerry, at least uh, Jerry didn't move that, from three to I'm two and, and pick the worst quarterback he could have picked in the past three, four drafts. Yeah. Yeah, Jerry didn't do that. We did that. No, but we, we did didn't that. Know what because Ryan Pace came from the Saints and he wanted to get the next Drew Brees. Okay. Dick. Anyway, Fucking my point was dick. I had to let That's that go. That's the fourth F for the night. That, Let's let's focus on this season. So you're okay with Trubisky, <laughs> although now I'm wondering, are you really? Because you just sat rag on dude. So, but what between him and Foles, you're okay with Trubisky winning the job? Yes. Okay. Um, yes, I am. Okay, um, JB, you were about to say something. Did I cut you off? Because my apologies. No, I was just saying we were talking about 2016 and and almost get hurt and then go to a rich quarterback that was drafted for the actually go back two more years when they were in the play and Des Bryant nine was really a catch. I'm still steamed about that one. Yeah, but I was just comparing quarterback situations. I don't blame you. I was just comparing quarterback situations. That's all. But you know we get we you know we all have disappointments that we have to figure out how do we get past all of us do, um, and that's that's sports that's the beauty of sports. Um, all right, I will say so I, I was I, I, will, I did I did want to say one quick thing to piggyback off of what Dr. Trent and and I know you didn't ask me the question, but his train of thought, no pun intended, was really where I was going to. You've got to figure out, especially. Given history of giving up the picks that you give up to move up a slot to get, you really have to figure out if it's going to be the quarterback that you thought. You got to give him every opportunity to do so, and having him be the starter gives him that opportunity. If he were to be on the bench, you you, you just play because it's already a lost season. He can take it that way. So you give him this one more chance, prove himself right or wrong. He's got one more shot, and then you can move on again. 
Yeah, I mean, I, you know, and I, I defer to Train because it's his team. But honestly, I, I <laughs> despite you know we had a shortened training camp, no preseason games. I'll tell you what, for me, honestly, I would start with Foles because the way Mitch played last you year, a lot of background noise. I start with Foles. Yeah, background noise, please, gentlemen. Um. Um. I, I would have started with Foles. I know what Mitch gave me. And I don't know what Foles will do under this system with this team. So I, I myself would have said, hey, there's no guarantees. You can make the switch, but let's see what he got. Because Mitch didn't do crap last year, my opinion. So, But I, but like I said, I always defer to train because you follow the team a lot more closely than I do. Milwaukee's about to lose. They're trying to rally, but it's too little too late. So they're about to go home 4-1 Miami. Um. All right. Very good. Very good. Very good. Um, uh, K-Star, I, I'd like to um, ask you about your Steelers and how do you feel about Big Ben? What's going on there? You know, he was hurt. He had surgery. or I don't know if he had surgery or just let it heal, but whatever. He's back. Um, how are you feeling yes. about Big Ben? Is he going to be able to play at the Big Ben level you're used to? And how do you feel about the supporting cast? Doing pretty great. Uh, all reports from Miller's camp have been pretty glowing. Uh, you know, Ben said that his elbow feels the best it's been in like five years, uh, which is encouraging. He had Tommy John surgery, which obviously is like uh, pretty bad surgery, but typically that's for baseball where that's more concerning rather than football. So he did have surgery. Uh, however, it's healed really well. He's apparently been really, he's apparently had a great camp from multiple reporters' perspective. As far as as far as the supporting cast goes, I'm pretty excited about uh, Juju having to bounce back even with Ben, but um, I think people should keep their eyes on Deontay Johnson, who was a rookie last year, who actually led the NFL as a rookie in receptions. Um, he looks really promising. He has a lot of – I'm not saying he's Antonio Brown by any stretch, but he has a lot of A-B traits in that he's a very small, shifty, quick guy that gets a lot of separation and. The Steelers brought in Eric Ebron, uh, who had 13 touchdowns a couple of years ago for the Colts. And so uh, I like the weapon. Tight end? I like the fact that. What's that? Is he a tight end? Ebron. Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah, Eric Ebron. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I like the supporting cast a lot. Uh, he has weapons, a tight end receiver, and, um, you know, Connor's back healthy. And uh, uh, the only thing I have a little bit of pause on is off of the line. Um, our. Our all-pro guard, David DeCastro, is out first week of the season, which you don't like to see, especially when you have a quarterback coming back from um, surgery. So uh, looking at the only concern or, or risk, I should say, is off the line, but as far as supporting cast goes, pretty excited about them and um, just excited to see Ben play on Monday Night Football. So um, how do you feel, though, going, you know, I mean, and, and, and be honest, you know, you've got the Ravens, and the Ravens, you know, Ravens have become the Ravens again. Um, how do you feel about having to play them twice and trying to figure out how you can get in the playoffs with them certainly looking like they're going to be a juggernaut again this year? Well, luckily there's seven playoff spots this year, so it makes it a little easier. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Good answer. Uh, I'm, I'm just Great saying. Answer. I'm just saying. I think. 
so that definitely helps because when you're in division with the Ravens, you know, you got to figure they're a Super Bowl favorite. I'm not going to act like they're not going to be a great team because I expect the Ravens to be a great team. And, you know, that's actually why I have like three of them on my fantasy team. Um, but, you know, the Steelers last year against the Ravens, they they played them tough. They actually went to overtime one game, and that was about Big Ben. The Steelers' defense is equipped to at least mitigate some of the offensive firepower of the Ravens. But um, I think that the likely scenario for the Steelers is to get in the playoffs as a wild card. I would expect the Ravens to be the favorite. Of course, that can change. But um, I think definitely having the extra playoff spot helps when you're in a division with, with a team like the Ravens, that's for sure. Yeah, you know, I, I I mean, we'll see how it plays out when the playoffs come, but I still don't understand why they changed it. I, I really don't. Um, I thought I thought the system they had was perfect. I mean, I thought it was just fine, you know. And, um, you know, you add a spot, and I guess certainly that, you know, that's going to help two teams that would have normally not gotten in, get in. Um, and then the number one seed now has, a what, uh, an extra buy or um, – you know, however, they're going to do that number one seed. Um, so I, you know, well, the number one seed is the only person that gets to buy. So number one seed, there you go. Yeah. Thank you. So yeah. number one seed gets to buy, and now the number two has to play. And I don't know. I mean, I guess it's interesting to try it, but you know, the problem I have is when you make these changes like that. Like I understood when they made changes when they had expansion teams. So now there's more teams. So you gotta, you know, change the divisions around and the things that have happened, but just to make a change to just because I, I don't see what the problem with the old system was. And you're still not, I mean, I don't know that it was the, the whole issue of, of, uh, you know, teams that, uh, you know, didn't have uh, a better record, but they won their division. You're not doing anything about that. It's, it's a team with a shitty record could still win their division and get in. And a team that, in a, you know, somewhere else could not get in and have a better record. Like, you haven't addressed that. That was something that a lot of people were complaining about. So, I, I don't know. I guess, you know, hey, it'll be what it'll be. And probably by this time next year, we won't even be talking about it. But I, I, I enjoyed the system that they had. I thought it was fair. I thought two teams having a bye and then the other, you know, wild card, wild card games and all that, I just thought it worked out just fine. But we'll see. You know, we'll bring in two more teams, and I had a lot of people were joking about, oh, maybe Dallas can get in the playoffs now. Ha, ha, ha. Um, so, all right. Um, and last but not least, before we get on out of here, is the Cowboys. And I want to ask JB his thoughts. We've touched on it tonight. And, you know, uh, Watson got a mega deal. And, you know, we saw Mahomes get a mega deal. Now Watson's getting a mega deal. And Dak got a one-year deal. Now, Dak is saying all the right things. But let's be real. You know, is this, you know, do you think this is something that is going to have an impact on Dak's relationship with the Cowboys during the season? Or do you think Dak is just going to bury it? He's making $31 million, and, I, you know, I ain't going to worry about it. You know, yeah, I think it's going to be somewhere in between, to be honest. Um, I think he's going to be a professional because he's shown that he's a professional. He's going to go out there. He's going to play the best ball he can play. But on the inside, dude pissed. And you know what? I can't have blame him. I, no, no, scratch that. I can't fully blame him. 
I'd be pissed too. What more do you want from me? I'm what forty and twenty four as a starter, taking y'all to the playoffs. Two years that I, uh, uh, out of the four I've been there, the number one seed my rookie year. The only thing that I've done off the field that has caused any commotion was have one too many friends over because of COVID. That's the kind of leader that you want, and everybody seems to gravitate towards him, and he's getting better each year. What more do you want? So if I'm that, I'd be pissed on the inside, but I'd be balling. I'd be balling my ass off just to prove to everybody I'm worthy of the contract I'm looking for. And, and yeah, I don't know what else to say about that one because that just um, – I'm mind-boggled. And this is no slight against Mahomes. He deserved that contract. This is no slight against Watson. He deserved that contract. But that should have been wrapped up like we talked about earlier in the summer. He should have been wrapped up long before now. And to only be on a franchise one-year deal, that's, that's, that's a nine for me. And not to mention the price tag has gone up now because the market went up, you know. Right. So you could have signed them and got them in the 30 millions. Now you won't get them for under 40, you know. Right. And and heaven forbid, and let Dallas do well. Let's see Dallas does very right. well and makes it to the Super Bowl. <laughs> you know, let's say he let has me, an MVP-like season. Oh, forget it. Forget it. Let, let me add one other thing, too, to that. For all the folks that – continue to say, don't pay him. He's not worth that money. Shut up. I'm going to tell you why. Not just for everything that I've already talked about, but true folks that understand football, like the four of us, we understand the importance of the quarterback position. We understand it's not always the play of the quarterback, but it's because of the position. And it's always going to be next man up to get his pay. That also plays into it as well. So for all these folks saying he doesn't deserve it, he's not going to get it, he, shut up. He's going to get his money either. He's going to get it in Dallas or he's going to get somewhere else because of this is this is this landscape when it comes to paying quarterbacks now. And folks got to understand yeah, that there, too. There's, there's a time Can to I? address the haters and there's a time to ignore the haters. And anyone who thinks he shouldn't get paid, I don't even want to talk about it because that's the most ridiculous position anyone could ever have. It's not even worth discussing. Go ahead, K-Star. You want to say something? No, this is uh, this is strange. So I, I want to train. pose a question oh, to yeah, I want to pose a question to you two, you two guys. Uh, just it just popped in my head listening to what y'all said about uh, what his value may be after after this season and the fact that they could have actually signed him uh, maybe mid to mid to high thirties at the for you know, for what he was asking for, but uh, and if you give it in numbers, that's cool. Probably numbers numbers would be almost more ideal because you never know. Because you know, a quarterback could play out his mind, and the success of the team still is not reflected. You know, but what would you think minimally that Prescott would need to do this season to basically? He's a $40 million man regardless of, you know, at very minimum, I would think Dallas would still be a playoff team, but that he's a $40 million man. Honestly, I think if they, if he plays well, like he did for the majority of last season and they don't make the playoffs, I think he will be a $40 million man. 
if he plays well and they do make the playoffs, it's a slam dunk. It's just going to be a matter of who else got signed or got extensions before him to up it to 42, 43, 45. But I think he's got to play well. He cannot be the reason that the Cowboys go 8-8 and or whatever the record, a poor non-playoff record might be. If he does okay, he will get paid. If he turns out to be the reason, you know, chokes down the stretch and all that crap, which I don't see him doing, you know, I, I, I my, my concern isn't what he's going to make. My concern is, is he going to make it with Dallas? <laughs> is Dallas going to be the team to pay him? Because he's going to get paid. Dallas has, the, you know, next season, the franchise tag for quarterbacks is like $38 million. So, if 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 he gets signed for another one year franchise tag, which Dallas can do, he'll get like thirty eight point seven million, something like that. So he's gonna get forty million, whether it's a one year deal or whether he gets a long term deal out of Dallas. Um, they, they would be smarter to do the one the long term deal because you can play around with the money a little bit more and it, there won't be such a big hit on salary cap this year. That thirty one million is hidden. There's no there's no pro rate and there's nothing. You know so. And now you got Earl Thomas floating around out there, you know, that I sincerely hope Dallas goes out and get, I, I don't understand what the problem is there. I don't care that he had, I, I talked to this guy that was a Ravens fan and he was like, yeah, you know, we cut him because of his kind of like, I don't care. Jerry Jones of all people in the world ain't worried about that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, Jerry Jones has signed probably every reclamation project in the NFL, at least to one contract. Like, I know he ain't worried about that, so I don't get it. You know, you, you have a weak secondary. You went and brought Brandon Carr back. Like, I literally had to go to NFL.com because I was like, no, they did not. And it happened over the weekend, so that's why I missed it. But Brandon Carr, for those of you who follow football, was a $50 million offseason acquisition from the Kansas City Chiefs to the Dallas Cowboys. He played nine years with the Cowboys, never missed a game. He was serviceable. He was decent. He wasn't great. He wasn't bad. He had some good games. He had some good games. Um, if you look at the catch that Odell Beckham made, that old one-handed catch, you know who he made it on? Brandon Carr. <laughs> okay. Um, so, but he's back. They signed him to the practice squad. Because as Train said, you can go 16 deep now on the practice squad. Said he brought him back. He was with the Ravens. Ravens cut him. They brought him back to the practice guard. Now Dallas got some secondary injuries, which they always have. So now it looks like he might get a chance to play. And then now they're talking they might even put him in safety. And I'm sitting there saying, Earl Thomas is out there. He's only two years away from totally destroying this very team. That was two years ago that he destroyed this very team. He's available. He's 33. He's going to the Hall of Fame. What's the problem? This is the stuff that irritates the living crap out of me. I know we were talking about Dak, but I, I had to throw that in there. Like, I don't understand. And I don't care that nobody else has signed him and he's still available. I don't care. You signed T.O. You signed Pac-Man Jones. You signed, you know, some guys that I had to say, what? <laughs> you brought in, you know. Um, there's a, I, I, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on all the guys that the – Cowboys that brought in that were like problem child and Dallas gave him a chance, but you don't want to give Earl Thomas a chance. The guy who wants to play for you, 
guy who's a Hall of Famer. I mean, 75% are old time is still going to be better than two-thirds of the safeties in the NFL. What are you waiting on? Thought on Dak. Um, I don't see any way that Dak – I mean, he'd have to have just, you know, something with him and Mike McCarthy would have to just go haywire. And Dak would just have to have a, just an awful season to not be a $40 million man, um, you know, contract-wise. And I, I don't see that happen. I think he's progressed nicely. Um, we know McCarthy is a quarterback coach. You know, he coached two of the best to ever play the game. And I think it's a, it's going to be a good match, a strong match. And I think Dak's going to flourish. Um, Jason Garrett did what he could. No disrespect, but Jason Garrett was not a great quarterback or a great coach. He was a backup quarterback who turned into a decent head coach. McCarthy's won a Super Bowl. You know, he's coached Brett Favre. He's coached Aaron Rodgers. Now he's got Dak, and he's never had a Zeke. I'm looking forward to some big things in Dallas this year. Damn it. Go get Earl Thomas. Jay, real quick, I want to ask you. Do you think do you think Dallas should sign Earl Thomas, or am I on my own on this one? Hell no, you ain't on your own. As soon as I heard that he was available, I put it on Twitter. Sign him now. Okay. And and okay. I I am not I'm not budging off of that off of that platform. Sign him. What you're waiting on. Yeah, I I don't I don't get it. I I really don't get it. Um. And Jerry Jones likes to make a splash. He likes, you know what I mean? Like, this is right up his alley to go out and get a player like this of this caliber. Like, yeah, I don't get it. And and, and he was trying to get him, and the asking price was too high. There is no asking price now. Right. Yeah. And you can get him one of those veteran deals with a lot of incentives. You know, make a Pro Bowl, certain number of interceptions, you know. So in a lot of – and I bet he'd be all over it because he wants to play for Dallas. You know, guy runs yeah. into the locker room and grabs Jason Garrett and says, come get me. <laughs> I mean, if that – you know what I mean? Like, you know, that that's that's a dude that's like, I want to play for you. Hey, y'all better come get him. Lakers are on about halfway through the first quarter, so I think we're going to end the show. Nice way to start the season with a little, a little, a little discussion about what's going on. Um, you know, I, I just, I, you know, I want to, I want to keep positive about what we, what we see this weekend. And I want to just say this, you know, and then I'll, I'll let you guys give your final thoughts. Let's remember that training camp was short and there were no preseason games. Okay. There, there are going to be some sloppiness going on out there. It's going to take these guys one or two games to really get in the, get in the form. So let's, let's be patient. Let's not expect to see, you know, midseason football week one. It's not going to happen. You know, uh, you know, maybe a guy like Brady and Breeze and some of these guys that have been doing this for so long, yeah, those guys will probably be ready to go. But a lot of these guys ain't going to be ready this quickly. So let's just keep that in mind, keep our expectations realistic. But, um, JB, I'll start with you. Final thoughts as we roll on out of here today, tonight. Uh, final thoughts of this. I'll make it really quick. Of all the sports that we look forward to the most, it's probably football in its final year. We've had a horrible year with with losing celebrities. We've had a horrible year, obviously, with COVID. There's got to be a glimmer of light somewhere. So in 48 hours, let the light shine. Hello, football. Let the sun shine. Let, okay, right. The sun shining. Okay, I'm sorry. 
good song. All right, K Star, final thoughts. Yeah, Jay, you should keep that same energy and have optimism that the season doesn't get bogged down. The hope shine and let it shine. I'm excited too, obviously. Uh, we all should be. We finally have some football right around the corner. In two days, there will be a football game being played, which is pretty amazing considering the year we've had. And uh, yeah, man, go Steelers. Um, excited for this week's slate and looking forward to Tuesday night and seeing how the games play out. Back to train. I don't give a damn if they're not in football shit. You better not lose Detroit the first week of the season. I'm sorry. It's unacceptable. <laughs> so, with that said, <laughs> let's just look forward to some games. And um, I am hopeful that the season can continue. I am hopeful that um, we can get cops stop killing our people. I am hopeful that uh, the time that we spent uh, having to be distant with the COVID-19 situation will eventually subside. But, nope, I'm a believer in this. You know, if it's in God's will, it's in God's will. So I'm going to roll with it. But everybody, just please be safe. And look forward to some football. Yeah, thank you, Train. And particularly, you know, the words on, you know, police and the stuff that's going on. And it seems like every week we, we you know, we hear another story of something happening, the, 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 the latest guy, that thing over his face. And, you know, uh, it's just, um, you know, it's, it's just you get to the point where you just can't even come up with the words anymore. You know, you you just you just can't. And and what really has has made it difficult is people that I thought I knew, or that I may have considered a friend, and listening to them or seeing what they post on social media and having to realize that Leo, you are not my friend. Not with that attitude, you are not my friend. So. Let's 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 see let's see what happens. But as far as football goes, um, yeah, I'm excited. I, I'm excited to, to to get the season started. I'm excited to, um, you know, just Thursday night Deshaun Watson and and uh, Patrick Mahomes and all the supporting cast and get football going. Get our fantasy football teams rocking and rolling. And you know, I'm I'm looking forward to Sunday. I can get up and go to the store and cook my food. I'm I'm already trying to think what's my. I think Thursday night I'm gonna go. I'm going to go light um, because it's Thursday night. and But I think Saturday I'm going to cook a spread. So I'm just trying to decide what it is I want to cook and sit up here and just, just get into it, man. And just, you know, with everything we've had to deal with this year, to just forget about it for a little while and just enjoy some competitive football. So the other thing that I will say is, um, uh, you know, Friday is 9-11. And, you know, we, we, we sit back and remember because it's never forget. And, you know, so to, to everyone that was affected, obviously I'm here in Connecticut and we have people here in Connecticut that were affected and New York's only, you know, maybe two hours. I could, I could I'm in Manhattan in two hours, uh, depending on traffic. So, um, you know, just, it's just something that, um, 
you know, you, you don't want to ever forget because it was, it was, it was a sad time. And, you know, not to, to get political, I try not to get too political on this show, but, you know, when I think about things like 9-11 and I think about, you know, country and I think about our military and I was hanging out with um, me and my, my young lady and some friends of mine, including my, my man Howie, who's a um, Desert Storm veteran, um, you know, we all hung out on, on Monday and, you know, I think about him as a Marine Corps veteran. I think about all the, the other people. Heck, my kid's mother's a Army veteran. My dad, you know, I think about people that I know, and then I hear, you know, the alleged, he denies it, but words of our president, you know, the derogatory nature that he referred to the military. And, and you know, there has to be some truth, because we heard him say something very similar about John McCain who by all accounts is, is slash was a war hero. And he said, I don't consider him a war hero, hero because he, he got caught. Heroes don't get caught. You, you, you know, there, there's probability that there's some truth. It's just sad and it's disgusting for a guy who sits up there and talks about the kneeling disrespects the flag and the military and, and then to hear this report and, and to have to really believe there's a chance he actually really did say this. This ain't no one just trying to smear his name. There's actually – History here that he said similar things, man. And here we come into nine eleven. Oh, it's just, it's just. Uh, thank God for football. <laughs> thank God for football. I cannot have to think about any of this crap for some hours and enjoy some good football and uh, go Cowboys Sunday night football. So that's another prime time slot uh, against the Rams in LA. Uh, should be a good game. I'm looking forward to it. Can't wait. And uh, and I can't wait to get back on the show Tuesday night and talk about what we saw, you know, looking forward to it. So on that note, let's get on out of here, guys. I said we'd be off by the second quarter, and by Jove, it's – I've stuck to my word. So uh, for Dr. Train, for JB, and for K-Star, everybody who's tuning in, we appreciate your time, your energy. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Social distance. Wear a mask. Enjoy football. We'll see you back here next Tuesday night. Remember, I'll say it until there's no more Madden voice. But those foods, they get settled on the field. Good night, everybody. Mm-hmm.